When running your own business, how much do you charge your clients? It's like an age-old question. Welcome to episode six of Music Spirit and Accountability with Jay Ho and Michael Cooper. All right, this is a big one. I feel this is like a big one for me. It's definitely an edge for me, um, and I feel like it. It is for you too, brother, with um, all the all the magic you're creating. And for a lot of people reaching out, you know, we're always speaking um, about how much to charge with all the creations. A lot of the creations for one that we're sharing with the world and sharing with um, yeah, our clients with the world, they're unique gifts. So we're not sharing. It's not like, um, you know, it's a standardized job or offering that a lot of other people are necessarily doing that has a standard set fee. So we're trying to work out how to grade this, you know, thing of what do you charge? If you created an amazing offering, an amazing course, an amazing um, event, even an amazing mentorship, a six month intensive, um, how much do you charge? Do you charge four ninety seven? Do you charge nine ninety seven? Do you charge a hundred thousand dollars? And or do you charge a million dollars? You know, some of our mentors um, they charge a million dollars to work one on one. And so how do we call. gauge that? One one call. One call, million one, bucks, Tony Robbins. Straight up, straight up. So you know, talking the big guns there, Tony Robbins. Um, you know, Russell Brunson for a, for him to go for the weekend. It's a million dollars. How do these guys come come up with that and that worth and that value and how do you relate that? So yeah, brother, I'm going to hand it over to you, man. Um, what do you think about all that? It's a huge topic. I think this is for everyone. And whether we're talking about business or just how do you value yourself in a relationship even, I <laughs> think it's systemic. It comes back to valuing yourself. Um, and. I've had this question in sound healings, like you do sound healings all the time and you've traveled the world doing this stuff. And people say, you know, we charge $150 a ticket. Yeah. And there's people doing it for free or because they don't value themselves at all, especially in the spiritual community. You know, oh, I've got to be giving to the greater good. And, but how do you put a price on that? You know, I know that my equipment probably sits around 40 grand. How do you put a price on the trauma that I've navigated to get to where I am now to be able to heal people? There is no figure you can actually put on that. Um, you're, I think you've been playing since the age of four. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. You're yeah. playing and learning and studying. You went to university at the age of 14 mm. for music. You know, like, how do you quantify that experience? with a dollar figure mm. and then also how do you say it from the point of view of they're not buying we're not exchanging time for money what they're getting access to is my brain they're getting they're renting space in my head for the one hour they're with me but it's not just the hour i'm thinking about them in my meditation that morning for that console i'm dropping into their energy to see what's alive for them i'm analyzing their emotions at the moment and they're going okay they're triggered they're emotional they're this or they're that before the call. Yeah. And then I hear this in every single call. Yeah. I'll see something, I'll hear something and I'll go, why do you believe that about yourself? And they're like, how did you know I was thinking that? It's because I'm so invested in them. And that's what they're buying. And, and a coach, a really good coach, like the, you know, the Tony Robbins, they buy you time. It's not for the words that come out their mouth. It's their ability to fast track you out of your stuck position 
into an advanced position that you probably never would have got to without them because you can't see what's behind your own veil. And so, yeah, when you understand the value of what you do is not an exchange of time for money, it's in a value of exchange of how fast can I move you from point A to B? What mistakes can you avoid by using me? Because I've seen them all before. I've worked with them. You know, I've always said a, a dear friend of mine says, you're all very unique. You have your own fingerprints, your own eye patterns, your own hair color, your own, you're very unique. You're the one of a kind, but you're not special. We've all got the same problems. We've all got the same vices. We've all got the same limiting beliefs. So I've seen this countless times and I can give you the remedy for that really quickly. So putting a dollar value on it's really, really hard. Yeah. And what are you saving them? So yes, you might charge $5,000 a call. You might charge $10,000 a call. But what am I actually saving you with trauma that you don't have to navigate with speed and efficiency that you're now much further down the road and generating more money on your own because of the two or three gold nuggets that I've left with you. Yeah. And so, yeah, we, we have to stop as a, as a coach or a mentor or a, whatever we operate in, stop putting a dollar figure on it of the industry charges a hundred dollars. The industry charges $30 for a sound healing but they come to your sound healings and they have a profound experience mm. that they can't even put into words. Now you, you can't again, put a dollar figure on that. Yeah. And when they've had that experience, they will continue to come back for more because they realize, I don't know what you do, but I need more of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely brother. And you know, like you said, it's priceless. And the fact of the matter is when people are thinking about booking with you, yeah, they're going to look at some of the 3D things that you've done to get there, possibly. And there's a whole lot of stuff that, you know, some of the things that you just explained about the trauma that you've been through and the journey that you've been on, um, you know, and you didn't even mention maybe the hundreds of thousands of dollars that you personally have probably spent on coaches in your own life as well, you know. So those gem nuggets to bring that experience to those people and you know that value like you know working with someone like tony robbins obviously it's a million dollar check right so someone that's of that caliber also you know the caliber of the client you know i guess in let's say in financial aspects specifically not comparing better or worse in any way but let's say if you're going to be dropping a million dollars on tony robbins you've probably got already at least a million dollars in your bank account probably more like 10 or 100 and it's like yeah whatever or a billion dollars so the amount that that experience with a man like that who has that unique skill set of wealth of knowledge is going to easily make you back that million dollars tenfold like within a, a matter of months you know so it's that investment i always tell people you know when they ask me what is what what's the best opinion um of where i should put my money what should i invest in my answer is always the same it's yep. yourself in, invest in yourself yeah. Um, you know, great Bitcoin or do all that if you want to, but you know, uh, put it in yourself, you know, it's like, that's, um, that's the space. That's a to... risk. That's yeah. a massive risk. There's yeah. Bitcoin is so spec, any, any investment, doesn't matter where it is, no matter how blue chip it is. It's so speculative. Totally. There's no guarantee. But when you invest in yourself, the law of reciprocity tells you that simply that alone, that you invested in yourself, it will come back to you in many ways and tenfold. 
Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, exactly what you just said, man. That resonates deeply. And I feel like there's that beautiful level of, of accountability too when you're investing in yourself. You know, there's that commitment. Um, what's that saying about if you you got to pay to pay to pay attention? They have to pay to pay attention, something like that. There's a million spins on that, but it's true too. And and really, you know, we're at the point now with the caliber of clients that we're attracting that we have large wait lists of people trying to work with us. So it's a great problem to have. And, you know, I'm I'm literally saying no to everyone now, which I'm I'm hoping to get to the point once I've got my you know online courses and stuff stuff up running by the end of the year, I can take a lot of those clients on without having to say no because I'll have the space. But even now, like I haven't put my prices up exponentially right now or anything, but I'm still like let's say for guitar teaching and you know the basic music stuff, I'm I'm like almost double the price of any other guitar teacher um, with a huge wait list of people that I can't take in um coaching you know i'm somewhere in the i guess low to middle of you know i'm not charging a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars a client but it's um it's not cheap either so um you know how do we price that and what point i'm always a fan of you know supporting the little guys too like i love that and that's a big part of my mission especially with tribal moon and the affiliate program and and being able to share that cacao with no cost up front for the people to have it and bring in income i'm also you know with the 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 music schools and the courses i'm creating now to be online i want to make it super affordable so the people who can't pay for their kids to you know they can barely get their kids through school at the moment they're going through tough times i want to make sure those music courses are available for those kids to inspire them and to give them joy and confidence and stuff so there's that and and i guess that's different too when you've got that maybe online courses of abundance where you're not giving your own time in exchange for money when it's one-on-one you know i really also respect the other thing of of setting those one-on-ones at you know thousands of dollars to work one-on-one it's got to be that way so trying to for me at the moment my balance is trying to balance both worlds and the really the the main thing is is that exchange of time for money and if i'm going to be you know moving forward um when i have all these courses that i can gift and and share for a more affordable price my time is going to go up exponentially for one-on-one because that's time I could be spending with my family. That's 20, 30, 40 years of work, my ass off to get all the skills and knowledge to get to that point that I know my time is so exponential for someone's life or can be if they choose to receive it and grow in that way. So it's that fine line. And, you know, I know with you, what one-on-one these days, I think it's like 25 grand or something to work one-on-one, which for me seems completely fair. And I'm like, you know, Yes, that's a that's a hundred percent yes for me because um, you know I know your magic, but I know you personally too, and I know the profound shifts you have on me uh, every day. We hang out, and you know, what's your thoughts on all that, bro? Yeah, I think so. Let's look at say someone like Tony Robbins, who does charge a million dollars for a consult. Now, I don't care how much you earn; that's a lot of money to to pay for for a consult. Why do you think it works so well? almost unanimously every single time when someone drops a million bucks or they drop 25 grand if they've been stretched they instantly to pay that $25,000 they've seen value in it they're like you know what whatever is in you I need it I'll do whatever it takes yeah and at that point no matter what I say yes there's some amazing techniques and modalities and tools yeah but it doesn't matter because they've made the investment from a cost they've actually outlaid money which means they're going to now follow up with giving their time to it. And they have the belief 
that I've got this thing and it's going to work and I'm going to do whatever it takes. And that's why, you know, there's an initiation for, for anyone when they purchase these things to say, how much, do, oh God, you know, that that's a, oh, when you have that hit, it's like, oh, but I know I really need this. And you go anyway, the results are there. Yeah. And this is what people are buying. They're actually buying the results they want, not because they like me and they want to donate to me. They go, I want the results that you got. And what is it going to cost me? So I think people invest two ways. They invest with their dollars and they invest with their time. Mm-hmm. And if both of those happen, mm. the byproduct will be the result they desire. Yeah. But if one of those is missing, they could pay the money. And it maybe it wasn't much of a stretch for them. They won't invest the time, which means they won't get the result. Mm. You know, I've got, I use, I use this analogy a lot. It's a Bible story where Jesus was walking through the crowds and there was an old lady who was really struggling, crippled and all the thing. And she thought, if I can just get to his cloak, if I could just get through this crowd and grab onto his cloak, I'll be healed. Did Jesus have a magical cloak? Hmm. Or did she have the belief that touching the cloak will make her healed? Yeah. It's the belief where the magic lies. If they believe that you have the ability to change them, if you have the tools, they will invest in you and they will make the change. This is why people so heartily believe in Tony Robbins because they're like, if I'm dropping a million bucks, this is gonna this is gonna work. Yeah. And it's gonna work. It's the cloak. That's the yeah. magic cloak. Okay. Yeah. And it has Robbins. to work. It has to work. Yeah. It has to work. If I can just get to that cloak and touch it, I'll be healed. It was yeah. a normal cloak. It's just a normal carpenter's cloak. <laughs> Man, it's funny. Um, one of my dear brothers, um, Matthew Stark, who's an amazing doctor here on the Gold Coast, um, he told me, he was, he, I can't, I'm pretty sure it was 36%. He told me um, about the stats of uh, testing medicine and what, you know, when they, when they uh, put out the official statements on how efficient is this medicine and what it needs mm-hmm. to, to pass government regulation. It needs to be, say, let's say out of the 100%, it needs to have at least like a, a, a 70% success rate. Uh, it works with 70% of people and 30% it doesn't. Before that is taken into account of that 100% to get that uh, result, it's something like 36% of the equation is taken out, like 30, 36% of the people will recover or have uh, uh, effects to that medicine, uh, like healing effects because of what they believe in their brain. Like it's just their brain alone, 36% of people will be fixed just because because they do the thing where they take you know the pill that's like the actual thing and then the other one that's the sugar tablet right so mm. um yeah but that's crazy man like 36 percent or something like that like the, what the placebo effect that's um, it yeah yeah so you gotta watch out for those placebos they're, they're awfully awfully healing and powerful yeah <laughs> sugar tablets you know simply on the belief so joe dispenza talks about the placebo um, that you are the placebo, yeah. you know, there's no SIBO and placebo. And, you know, also if you think that you're, oh my God, I'm going to get cancer. Guess what you do? Create mm. it. Yeah. But if you also believe I'm having a sugar tablet, which is going to, which I don't know is a sugar tablet yeah. and I've got the medicine, I am going to be healed mm-hmm. and it works. Mm. You know, so the placebo effect is very real. It's the power of the mind. And Joe talks about it in He's written, obviously, a book on it, and a lot of his he's coming to Brisbane in I saw mm, that. A handful, of, yeah, a handful of months, yeah, and all of his 
you know, weekend seminars are around taking people with comorbidities, you know, life uh, terminal cancer, healing them Mm. all with the power of the mind. You know, it's, it's incredible. Absolutely amazing. But again, let's apply that back to coaching and placebo effect is very real again. Yeah. Yeah. It's all up to the individual's mind and how determined and how willing they are to go for it. It's interesting with, um, with charging too, you know, the fee, one thing that I've really noticed through testing and testing and testing is the amount that I've charged has never really affected the amount of clients that I've gotten as well. It's never like, in fact, it's the opposite. It's almost like the more, well, it is, it's not, it's not almost like it is. It's the more I've put it up, the more the clients have come. And I remember testing this on the road, you know, back when I was, you know, touring uh, the world as a musician for all those years and I'd be selling CDs at the shows and I had, um, you know, the CDs, they would say $25 each. And there was times when I was like, you know what, I just want to, you know, get them out cheaper for this couple of weeks or a few months. And I remember a few months running the CDs for like $10 each instead of 25. And I sold less CDs than I did at 25. And then I put them back up to 25 and they started selling. And then the other thing was having the three for 50. So that was the value of having the three CDs for 50. And I sold more at three for 50 than I ever did at 25 or $10 for a CD because there was that perceived value. And I, and I love that thing of also, you know, from a marketer's point of view, putting out the perceived value of, of what it is and then giving discounts like, um, I was even chatting with my, my partner recently about, you know, we're living on these islands now that are a bit more remote and she's saying, you know, she has to match the, the fees of the other people doing what she's doing around this this way. And I said, no, nah. I was like, double your prices, like put your prices, like double up what they are. And she's like, no, that'll be like, it'll kill it. And I'm like, well, at least then if you run a 50% off special, you're going to be at the same point as those guys, but you're running it at 50% off. And there's a reason and you're offering a value. It's not just making stuff up. It's like you are actually are offering something unique and special in my humble opinion that is worth at least double the value of your competitors let's say so it's all how you perceive it right absolutely and and their perception as well is an interesting point if you start valuing your hourly rates or whatever you're charging based on the way you perceive it we're always our own worst inner critic you know we're, we're oh you know i'm maybe not as good as them i haven't done enough yet I one more certificate one more thing we'd be all charging $5 an hour. Mm. But what you're not seeing it through is the perception of the other person who is so desperate for your medicine yeah, and will do anything for it. And there's this beautiful thing when we can let go of that. It's like, because it's a slippery slope. It becomes a race to the bottom. I start at 50, I move to 40, then I move to 10, you know, because I'm not good enough. But when I get out of the way, and think about who is my ideal client? Who is the one person I want to work with? And that's someone who's desperate to work with me, desperate to change, will do whatever it takes, will listen, is coachable. And I might charge them $5,000 or $10,000 and they're wrapped about it. They want to give me the money. They're like, when do we start? I'm hungry. And I've got one of those versus 10 people at $999, which is a magical number that everyone feels rather safe around, you know, 990 to 999. It's that, but it's not a thousand, it's not a thousand, you know, and everyone feels really safe there. I could have 10 of those and none of them want to be there. None Mm. of them will show up. None of them will do the work. They'll be like cancer in the group. 
I'll have one guy who wants to do well and the rest of them will be toxic for that one guy and he'll slide. Hmm. So now I look at it and go complete satisfaction, fulfillment, joy, working with my ideal person who's frothing for every word that I have to share. One person for this, and I, you know, it's $10,000 versus the energy of 10 people managing 10 people. None of them really want to be there. I'm trying to sell ice to the Eskimos. They don't want it. Mm. But it's the same dollar figure. Yeah. And so where, what I need to get really clear on is forget the dollar figure is focus on who do I want to serve? Who is my tribe? Who is actually, and guess what? That one person will talk about me forever. Yeah. Oh my God, I had this guy and you got to go see the guy because it meant so much to them, spoke to their heart. Yeah. So when we get out of our way of like, oh, what, what should I charge? And we reverse engineer it into a, a mathematical equation and be clinical. It's like, focus on the people, serve mm. the people. Mm. And your yeah. person will be happily pay, happily pay. I know people that pay $10,000 for a week in a sobriety, you know, clinic. Yeah. $10,000 a week to go on bushwalks. Yeah. They ain't doing any, like this. those programs are amazing and I'm pleased don't think that I'm, but a lot of them are just simply good people taking good people on bush bushwalks. Yeah. That's it. You get them out of the environment, get them out of their culture, get them out of the people that were dragging them down, put them in nature. And all of a sudden they start to see God yeah. and the, yeah, th throw in breath work, throw in a couple of shadow work sessions. Imagine what you could do with these people yeah. and it's 10 grand a week, but they see value in that. That's right. And some of them do three or four weeks in a row. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, I think we're our own worst critics. And we're our own nemesis to the life that we want to live because we don't see value in ourselves because we navigate and it's just normal, but it's actually mm. not normal. Mm. What you know is not normal. What you navigated isn't normal. Yeah. Not, not a lot of people want to go to the dark side of the shadow, mm. the dark side of the self. And so that is it. And for you to be able to navigate someone else to there and help them transcend that at a much faster rate than what they would on their own with a lot less pain and more trauma. Yeah. I remember the countless times that I've been sitting rocking in a corner in the dark night of a soul going, when is it over? When is it over? When is it over? I asked for this, when is it over? <laughs> you know, like there was no one there for that. And I said, lie, actually, I had a couple of good mentors that were floating around, but you know, it wasn't in the capacity that we do in the coaching space. Yeah. So, you know, that's priceless. It's absolutely priceless. And every single one of us has those priceless things in us to share with the world. A hundred percent, brother. And, you know, I just I just started thinking too about, you know, getting to the level that I feel that I'm at now with um, everything. I'm just creating from a place where you know, the, the, I guess the money and stuff is still a little bit in the back with a few bits and pieces, at least with enough 3D stuff to keep me rolling and thriving like I know I need to be. But so much of this next step of creating, I'm just, I just constantly keep coming back to my heart and coming back to my art. And the money aspect is, yeah, it's in the peripheral, but it's in this state of like, just, I keep coming back to how much can I give? Like, I'm not even thinking about the money. The time when I'll think about the money will be finally when I get to the point where I'm click, you know, got everything uploaded, the back end's built, and I've hit, hit like, okay, I'm ready to hit upload and make this all live. Oh, how much should I charge? 
Um, hmm, I don't know. I hadn't thought about that until now. And it's literally that it's that far back in the peripheral that it's all about the art. It's all about the creation. And I, I know in my heart that what I'm creating, I'm just coming from that space um, really embracing that, that it's, it's interesting. Whereas, you know, back in the day, especially say when, even when COVID hit and I kind of, you know, started from scratch again, um, it was, you know, that, that fear and that money was like, Oh crap, I've got to pay all these bills in a month or six weeks. So hundred percent, that was at the front of my thing of like, okay, got to get that, got to charge this. How much do I need? How much do I need to charge? So that creation was coming from that, which definitely served a purpose then, but it's interesting now coming back to the other side, it just for me, it's feeling like I'm really a lot more aligned with what I'm creating from that space. It's probably not for everyone. There's probably a lot of people that you know create well from from that too, like I did in that time. But now, it's just it's in the back of my peripheral, and it's almost allowing me to lean into my heart even more. Can I bring you into balance, brother? Would you mm. be, would you be open? Love for it, that? love it. So. Um, <clears throat> We're of the 3D world. We still need to be of the 3D world and we still mm. need to participate. However, what I think you're losing is the fact that Tribal Moon is that monetary thing for you. So you still are there. Yeah. And if you were to split your time, not that we can with your work and that, but let's say, just yeah. for an example, 50% of your money generating time is in Tribal Moon, just as an example. Yeah. And then you've got this time to be in flow and purpose and creation. Yeah. Because this this thing over here, which you're investing 50% of your time is yep. giving you a hundred percent of the return. Yeah. So you're actually unconsciously in the world of money, yep. but not consciously there. A hundred percent brother. And um, I wasn't necessarily saying that because it's, and I wouldn't say it's tribal moon. It's my teaching. It's my 3d teaching clients where I'm okay. exchanging time for money. That's bringing that money. And that's, that's kind of what I said about that's coming in. And then the, the, what I'm creating with all the online stuff with the autism school and everything else, that's kind of going out of my way, working, you know, on top of the normal 40, 50, 60 hour weeks I'm working. Now I'm working extra 20 weeks to create that aspect. And it's that aspect that I'm talking about that's kind of 100 percent get you there, but you've still got a foot in the money world. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So it's still present. I want to talk about that for those yeah. young entrepreneurs. Like you just touched on something. For the young people listening that are entrepreneurs starting out, Jay runs a two full-time businesses in the music, teaching, coaching, singing the whole jam, right? He's also got Trouble Moon Cacao, which is two businesses separate of each other. And he's got a side hustle. So these people that come out of wherever they are and they think, oh, I'm going to go start a business and just do five or 10 hours a week. Please understand it doesn't happen that way. No. You know, Jay's putting in 20 hours a week onto this side hustle on top of He's 60 to 80 hours in, in the money-making business world. A lot of people come out and they just think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be an online coach. Or I'm going to be an online something because that's the buzz thing now Yeah. without the investment. And this investment that you're putting into the, the schools, there's no return on that just yet. No. You know, that's just you giving up your time that is really precious right now. So yeah. I really want to drop it onto people out there that, you know, we see these people that have made great success, but it wasn't from sitting at home, you know, doing five hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, trusting in the universe and all those things along the way, 100%, like I'm, I'm all about that too. But at the end of the day, it's just, I feel there's a lot of bloody hard work that's got to be done, you know. Um, and I just always say if it was easy, everyone would do it. Um, yeah. But I also just... 
just uh, going on with that thing about the money too, man. I just really mm. want to talk about that. You know that that's that exchange to a lot of people think that the money shouldn't be involved, but it really is. Like for me, you know, develop. Deve- developing that healthy love and appreciation for money like I definitely I mean I feel like in always looking at you know am I spiritually bypassing that or something like that in any way and that relationship for for money it's got to be in check like I love money I, I love money I love making money and I'm really at peace with that and that took me a while to you know to get that and that spiritual kind of reality checker out oh it'll just come to me and trusting in the universe it's like well yeah, I mean, it, it works for a lot of people, I guess, but it doesn't work for me. And really knowing that, that I need to do those things to get that money is, is a big part of my, you know, it's a big part of my motivation, which somewhat contradicts what I said before. But it's like the two, it's like different brain sets. One creation, it's like, yep, all this, it's all about kind of getting that money. And all this is all about creating from the heart. And both of them all fully intertwine. But it's it's interesting. And, and that's, that's missing for a lot of people. I think there's that... I don't know if it's missing for a lot of people. I'm not a lot of people. I'm just me. But you know what I mean? It's like that that relationship with money and you kind of touched on it before. Yeah, I think like obviously that was my old world finance. So I coached people around money. That's how I started um, the finance business. I was teaching people how to and I, I told everyone they have a financial thermostat based on their life experiences. So, you know, that we went through purpose process and based yeah. on the way that you were brought up, and the life experiences you have dictates your behaviors right now. So if I grew up in, you know, funny story, you know, we'd, we'd drive to school and I was in, there was four kids. So I was in the back of a, a station wagon facing the wrong way. It was so embarrassing for me to get out of school at, out of the boot, technically, you know, in a little baby seat in a, in the, it was in the boot. Like there were no seats there where it was the baby seat we put in there. And, um, you know, like, <laughs> that shaped my adult life to have luxury cars and $250,000, $300,000 cars because no way was my kids ever going to get dropped off to school in the boot. <laughs> mm. You know, so my my financial thermostat was shaped from, from my youth. Yeah. Um, and so everyone has this thermostat and it doesn't matter. Let's look at it like the air conditioning in a room. I can positively think and I can trust in the universe and I'm like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. But until I walk over to the thermostat and slide it either up or down, the temperature of the room is not going to change. Yeah. And so we have to take action on our positive thoughts. We have to, I want the room to, I want the room to cool down. I want the room to cool down. And until I, I can positively think that all I want, but until I walk over and slide that dial down, it's not going to change. Same thing with our money blueprint. You know, if we don't go over there and say, I'm going to, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to, and then go out and do some work. You're not going to be a millionaire. Yeah. And so it really comes back to understanding what your childhood is and what your patterns are and what your blueprint is, and then going out to change that, which is all again, like everything we have is coming back to our patterns, our behaviors and our thoughts. Hmm. Um, so yeah, a little bit of a tangent on money there. <laughs> I love that brother. I love that. I needed to hear that. Thank you so much. Um, you know, I think just in closing this, our mission with this podcast is to inspire to ignite and to thrive and that's as much for us guys as it is for for all of you guys listening out there um so hoping that you know some of the messages in today uh today's podcast may 
assist you in inspiring and igniting something in your heart and thriving from that. So I know it definitely has for me, as it always does, hanging out with you, Mr. Michael Cooper. Such a pleasure and an honor, brother. I love the accountability, brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Love, love it. the accountability we hold for each other. That's right. That's right. That's what we do, right? Mm. We do indeed. Beautiful, brother. Right, brother. Thank we'll, you so uh, much. We'll see you this, uh, this time next week. See you in episode seven.